Yo. Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show. Autumn is a best-selling author, popular speaker, and wife who is obsessed with her husband and four crazy kids. She is also the CEO of the Autumn Miles Ministry, as well as a lipstick and lash enthusiast. Autumn's vision is to speak to the culture with bold truth and challenge you to act in raw faith. Here's Autumn Miles. Hey, hey, it's your girl, Autumn Miles. I am so glad that you are tuning in with me today. I feel like I have such a word for you guys today. It is so crazy how personal the Lord is and how he knows exactly what the word that we need in season. And we're all sort of facing this coronavirus stuff I know I just got a text message that my kids are going to be out of school in Dallas until April 6th, which is like, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? I'm a working mom over here. What in the world are we going to do? But as I came to the, the to the station this morning, it was so reassuring because I did my production meeting and in my production meeting, Amanda, who is one of the producers of the show, but she, w- she said, listen, I really like this outline and I think that you should do this outline today. And it was a passage of scripture that God brought me to on Friday, last Friday. And so I was like, oh my goodness, yes, this is exactly what we're doing. It was such a word in season. So uh, this is a specific show for those of us that have heard the reports. We have heard the reports of what is what is happening in the world today. Uh, a lot of us have been scared out of our minds. Some of us haven't, but a lot of us have been scared out of our minds. We're wondering, um, you know, what exactly effect is this going to have on us? I feel like we just need to hear a word from the Lord, and that is what this is going to do. Okay, um, I'm uh, welcome all of the you were actually doing this on Facebook Live as well for everyone in North Texas. But I want you guys um, to subscribe to the podcast. Those of you um, that are listening in North Texas on the radio, and then of course those of you that are listening on um, Facebook Live. Uh, this is just this is just such a word. Um, I feel like during this time, everyone that is listening along, during this time. We have an opportunity to take everything that God has set aside for us as an inheritance. I think sometimes we don't take everything that God offers us. We, um, we, we there are, there is an inheritance for the people of the Lord. There is an inheritance that God has set aside for us as believers. Um, and we can we can choose to claim that. We can walk in it. We can walk in the promises of God. Um, or we can choose to cower in fear. And I, I just believe that this is a time where everything that we have talked about in our world today, everything that we have communicated, everything that we have absorbed as a church, it is the time for us to walk in those words that we have sort of absorbed and sort of soaked up like SpongeBob over the years. You know how SpongeBob, he gets wet. And anyway, nobody cares. That was a stupid joke. But this is one of those times when we, we are going to absolutely walk in our faith. And this is this is the text that I want um, I want you guys to 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 just hear in Isaiah seven. I'm going to read it to you, and then I'm going to go back. Uh, I'm going to go back over it because this is um, where we're at as a world. It says, "Now it came about in the days of Ahaz 
the son of Jotham, the son of Uzziah, king of Judah, that Rezin, hang with me, guys, that Rezin, the king of Aaron, and Pekah, and I I probably talked about this around Christmas because I do talk about this passage a lot around Christmas, but it is so perfect for today. The son of Pekah, the son of Ramaliah, king of Israel, Ahaz, king of Israel went up to Jerusalem to wage war against it, but he could not conquer it. When it was reported to the house of David, saying the Armenians have camped in Ephraim, his heart and the hearts of his people shook as trees of the forest shake with the wind. Stopping right there for a second, I feel like this is where we are. We have heard a report that there is an illness. In their case, it was it was um, uh, people that had come up to wage war against Jerusalem. Um, but we have heard in the world today the reports that there is a killer virus out there that is, you know, days away from, <laughs> and if you, it depends on what news you listen to, obliterating the world, really, obliterating all of our finances, totally wreaking havoc on um, our economy, which has already uh, tried, started to try to do. We have heard the reports of an intruder. And it's very interesting to me that as um, uh, Ahaz heard the report, this was what the response was, okay? Right out of Isaiah 7, it says this, when it was reported to the house of David, saying the Armenians have camped in Ephraim, his heart, now this this guy's the house of David, y'all, house of King David. His heart and the hearts of his people shook as the trees of the forest shake with the wind. Now, had it happened yet? No, it had not happened yet. It was a report. It was a threat. It was something that was potentially extremely dangerous. But uh, uh, it was only a report, you guys. It was a report. Now, I am not minimizing the effects that this coronavirus has had over the years. Um, It will affect some of us. It will not affect all of us, okay? We know that the elderly are are the ones that are highest at stake, and the fatality rate is is not super great with the elderly, and we need to be vigilant, um, and we need to be responsible. But some of us are freaking out over a simple reason report, a report. It has not personally affected me uh, yet. It may. But 
the house of David was brought to their knees over something that was a potential. It was not um, um, uh, confirmed 100%. It was a potential threat. And I want you guys today to understand that here we have a God that works for us. He is in, He is with us. He is engaged in what we are dealing with. He is engaged in every single threat that comes up against us. Um, and, and, and he was very engaged in this time to the house in the in the in the house of uh, of of Israel, he was very engaged. He knew that this report was probably going to cripple the people. He allowed it to happen, but then he speaks up. Isaiah seven verse two says this: His heart, the king's heart, and the hearts of his people shook as the trees of the forest shake with the wind. And I think that that's where um, some of some of us are. We're shaking as the trees of the forest shake with the wind. We're shaking. Then the Lord. I If there is, if there is a, a phrase in the Bible that I, um, I don't think there is a phrase in the Bible that I love more than then the Lord. Then the Lord, then the Lord, then the Lord, or but God, but God. There is this in the Bible, there is um, just the reoccurring um, examples of just a horrific circumstance. And then the Lord, or but God steps in and he steps in in such a way that, um, that, that virtually no one can take credit for his glory. No one can take credit for his power. No one can say, wow, I had a hand in this. Uh, uh, then the Lord steps in and he makes a statement where we can stand on, where we can take it to the bank. He steps in and he shows us his might. He steps in and he shows us his uh, stability. And that's what the Lord does in this circumstance when Ahaz and the people of Jerusalem got this bad report. Then the Lord, and the Lord said to Isaiah, go out. I want you guys to read this on your own. Um, I just spilt water all over my Bible. I'll get that in a second. Um, But then the Lord said to Isaiah, go out. I want you to go out, Isaiah. I want you to meet Ahaz. You and your son, I'm going to totally butcher this name, but I'm going to go for it. Sheer Jaws Shub. Sheer Jaws Shub. Say that three times fast, Dan. Sheer Jaws Shub. You can't even do it. You can't even do it. Uh, Then the Lord said to Isaiah, go out to meet Ahaz, you and your son. At the end of the conduit of the upper pool on the highway, To the fuller's field and say to him, take care. This is just like salve to our weary souls in this world today. I want you to receive and I want you to take in this word I'm about to read to you out of Isaiah 7. The Lord says to this king who was Freaking out at this point, the Lord says to him, take care, Ahaz. 
and be calm. Have no fear. Don't have any fear. And do not be faint-hearted because of these two stubs of smoldering firebrands. Now, it's crazy the way they talk uh, back in the uh, biblical times. But this we can all understand. Those of you that are shaking, those of you that are freaking out, I freaked out a little bit, not going to lie, whenever I got the report that my kids are going to be out of school till April 6th. Isaiah, the Lord says to Isaiah, relay this message to Jerusalem. Relay this message to my people. Relay this message. My people need to hear from me. And I've got something to say. I know they're scared. I know this stuff has got everyone in an uproar. Isaiah 7, 4. Take care. Be calm. Have no fear. And do not be faint-hearted. I don't know about you, but I could just sit in that just uh, for a second, especially in our world today. If we look at the scriptures and we see different circumstance, it might not be the coronavirus, but deadly circumstances nonetheless, that God has allowed godly good people to go through, to face, if you will. He always steps in and he has a word of peace. Take care. Be calm. Have no fear. Do not be faint-hearted. And I think we need to sit in this word today. Take care. Be calm. Don't be afraid. Don't be faint-hearted. And let me move on. On account of the fierce anger of Rezin and Aram and the son of Remaliah. Now, I'm going to keep going through this passage, okay? Because of Aram with Ephraim, And the son of Remaliah has planned evil against you. Yep, they planned it. They have planned evil against you. We do know that the coronavirus is an actual thing. We do know that it is something that is against us. Yep, they planned it. It's, it's It's actually a thing, okay? But let us go up against Judah. They they say, let us go up against Judah and terrorize it and make for ourselves a breach in its walls and set up the son of Tabeel as king in the midst of it. So uh, these these two, the Bible calls them these two stubs of smoldering firebrands. We just call them mean, mean guys. Um, but the Bible has a more graphic way of saying that they, they, they want to come up. And this is this this evil that has come up against Jerusalem. This is their point. Let us go up against Judah and terrorize it. The whole point of this evil is to terrorize Judah. That is a powerful word and a very relevant word for what we are dealing with right now. 
Evil is always wanting to terrorize God's people. Evil is always wanting to come in and make a breach in the walls of something that God is the strong tower of. Evil is always wanting to come in and to take whatever you will give it in order to succeed over it. Evil is always wanting to come in and to destroy any place that God has taken ground. And that is exactly what was happening in Isaiah in Isaiah um, 7. Thus says the Lord, he's saying, yep, It's true. They're wanting to terrorize you. They're wanting to make a breach in your walls. But thus says the Lord God, it shall not stand, nor shall it come to pass. I think um, even going exactly just right along this text and just teaching right through uh, these these, uh, verses today, um, the Lord God, Yahweh, the Lord God, The Lord God said this, it shall not stand, nor shall it come to pass. I am looking at that phrase, it shall not stand. What we are experiencing today, what we are facing today will not conquer us. It will not. What does the word say? Um, No weapon formed against us shall prosper. I did a I did a, a post a couple of days ago that said this this weapon isn't going to prosper against us either. And a lot of you guys engaged with the post. This weapon will not prosper against us either. We're acting as if it's going to overwhelm and overcome us. I had uh, someone tell us that someone told them that the world is going to end. What? Listen, I serve a God that is under control, that is in control. And the Lord God said right here, it shall not come, uh, it shall not stand, nor shall it come to pass. It shall not stand. It shall not stand. It shall not stand. It shall not stand. And I want to encourage you guys today, those of you that are thinking that the world is going to end or or whatever. Listen, Jesus can come back whenever he wants at this point. But I am telling you that there is something greater in control of what is happening. I'm so thankful that we live where we live. I'm so thankful for the governors that have taken um, action. I'm so thankful for the task force that has um, uh, tried to ensure as much safety as we can. Um, But God... When God speaks and his leadership resounds in a situation and he says it shall not stand, no weapon formed against you will prosper. That should bring us more encouragement than ever. Ever. I um, love this passage of scripture because down at the bottom it says this, then the Lord spoke to Ahaz. Then the Lord spoke to Ahaz because the Lord knows how feeble our hearts can be. And even though we do believe just like I, um, just like I was talking about in another, uh, live that I did the other day, uh, sometimes when you do believe we have an element of unbelief in us, the Lord spoke to Ahaz and, and he said this, ask for a sign for yourself from the Lord, your God, make it as deep as Sheol or as high as heaven. I've told you this. It's hard to believe because the threat is there. 
the threat is 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 very real. It's a very real threat. I'm going to take care of you, but but in order to help your faith, Ahaz, ask me for a sign. Make it as deep as Sheol or as high as heaven. This is the Lord speaking directly to King Ahaz, who is very fearful. He's saying, I am willing to show you how faithful I am. I'm willing to give you a practical sign of how faithful I am and how faithful I'll be to you. And this is what Ahaz says. I will not ask, nor will I test the Lord. It's so funny how... um, uh, King Ahaz, here the Lord is speaking to him, and God is saying, listen, I will give you a sign. I will ensure that what I'm saying is true, that no weapon formed against you will prosper. I'm going to be, I'm going to ensure that that what is happening right now, um, I'm actually going to follow through with my word, and um, I'll do any sign that you want. And then Ahaz self-righteously looks at the Lord and says, I will not ask for a sign nor will I test the Lord. And I just believe that this is a moment for us to engage with the Lord on a personal level, especially those of us that are really struggling with fear right now. I I would encourage you to engage with the Lord. He says right here, ask for a sign for yourself from the Lord, your God, make it as deep as shield or as high as heaven. I just believe that we can do that. Okay, Lord, I'm freaking out. I need a sign of some sort. My faith is not exactly where it has been in the past. I need a sign of some sort. And he will do that for us. There was some uh, situation that happened in my life um, very, very recently. And I felt very insecure. I, and I have faith. I'm a faith girl, right? I am a totally uh, uh, faith, faith girl. Um, but at that one moment, I was overwhelmed just with fear. And I could, I could even sense evil laughing because he had got me to a point where I was very fearful about this specific thing. And um, I felt the Lord say, you know, ask me, Autumn. You're wondering if I'm faithful right now? I want you to ask me. Ask me for a sign. I want to show you how faithful I am. I believe that this is something that we can apply to our lives today if you are struggling out there. Um, just asking the Lord to inter- interject and uh, um, uh, disrupt your life and ask him for a sign and see what he will do for you to show himself very personal to you. Ahaz says, I will not ask, nor will I test the Lord. Drives me nuts that he said that. Then he said, listen now, O house of David. Is it too slight a thing for you to try the patience of men that you will also try the patience of God as well? Verse 14 says this, therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, a virgin will be with child and bear a son and she will call his name Emmanuel. Now, That happened hundreds of years later after this text in Isaiah was written or or happened. But we all know the end of the story. King Ahaz, although he was scared because of this report that was coming, um, uh, these two guys definitely wanted to terrorize uh, Jerusalem. 
God said, listen, I'll show you that I'm going to be faithful. I'm going to show you that I'm going to be good to my word. He refused it. And God said, great. I'm not happy with you, but I'm going to give you a sign to show you how faithful I am. And we know from hindsight that God was faithful to give us the sign of Jesus Christ to remind us how faithful he actually is. And today, as we're sort of going through this um, crisis all together, we're all in it together. I want to remind you that God is faithful. Everything he says in his word is true. He backs up his word with his character. And when he gives us something we can grasp hold of as an inheritance of the child of God, it is up to us whether or not we choose to receive that. He has offered peace to us. He has offered um, wisdom to us, counsel to us, and so many other things that as children of God, we can grab hold of, receive, and live in peace, even in unpeaceful times. I love you guys so much, and I hope this encourages you today as you go about your day. Um, And God is so for us, guys. He's so for us. He's so with us. That's what Emmanuel means. God with us. God with us. Get in this passage of scripture and it'll encourage your life. I love you guys so much. For those of you listening on the radio, you can catch me right back here tomorrow on The Autumn Mile Show. The Autumn Mile Show is listener supported and your donation to keep her on the air is much appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And if you make a donation of $100 or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of her book of the month. This program is underwritten by Mary Maids of Fort Worth. Your future starts now. Thanks for listening and join us next time for the Autumn Miles Show on the Word 100.7 FM.